0: Welcome back to Diamond Niners Weekly. We are live on a Thursday night talking Charlotte 49ers baseball. This is Nick, joined as always by Kevin. What's up, Niners Nation? Producer Brad. Hey, hey. And guess what? Nobody else. That's right, folks. We're flying solo tonight. The team, they are out. In San Diego, oh, San Diego. They are not in San Diego. They're in San Antonio. They are practicing. They're hitting the field for practice like right now. So after a lot of discussion, we just decided to go ahead. This is this is throwback night. Uh, this is the way we used to do the show back in the first two seasons. Um and and quite frankly, Kevin, I thought they'd never leave. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I- I know you're excited, Nick. We don't have any parental uh, supervision tonight. <laughs>
0: that's right. The, the adults are away, so the the kids are going to play. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We love having we love having uh, the coaches on and, and getting to do some player interviews. We love, we love, we love that. Uh, but yeah, tonight if if you're if you're really bored and you need your Charlotte baseball fix, we're it for you. That's that's what we're going to do. Um, this is Kevin brad this is this is season five right and and we did the first two years just just like this, right that right
2: well, we weren't on zoom, but we, we were, you we couldn't see of, us that's yes. right
0: we were we, we were audio only. only, but
2: it was just it was just
0: us, and we weren't live either, so now we're live, but um yeah, it was us on Sunday. Night. Talking baseball
1: and then putting it out like the next day. So here and we are. We we could we could stop and go back and and retake stuff, but we moved we moved to live, so uh, we're more professional now. I guess.
0: Uh, no, we just have to be more careful. I promise you, folks. Back when we were when we were doing uh, just recording them, there were times where Brad just had to go edit out whole. Swaths of of audio, um, because we we got we would get onto something, we would get tickled, we would get we would just start laughing, whatever, and we we're just like Brad, you got to cut this out, and and he did, and, and when you listen back, you can't really, really even you can't really even tell where it happened, but there were and and the stuff that wound up on the cutting room floor, Brad was maybe that stuff still exists this somewhere we could we could release it as as a blooper reel or something
2: i have to go find it but i don't i don't throw much away
1: so kevin
2: that stuff still exists
0: how about that
1: i don't i don't think there's much quality in in that cutting room uh audio
0: well you know it is what it is all right, folks, same deal as always. Uh we, we probably need more help from you tonight. If you're actually if you're actually out there <laughs> watching us without without Woody, without Toby, without any player interviews, um, you know, chime in, chime in in the chat on YouTube, uh, tweet at us or something, whatever. We'd we'd love to we'd love to hear from you because it would give us something else to, to do. But anyway. We are going to talk Charlotte 49er baseball here um, for sure. In fact, we were talking about this before we went on air. That's going to give us a chance to go back a little bit. Um, last week, uh, we had so much fun talking to Toby uh, and, and Cam Fisher that, that we kind of um, we, we kind of glossed over a few things or just flat out forgot to or get talk to talk about them, never got around to them, and now we can go back. So, for starters, Kevin, we had a we had a pitcher of the week last week that that we we didn't get around to to throwing out there.
1: Yeah. Um, last week, Cam Hansen, uh, was named pitcher, conference USA pitcher of the week. Uh, he came in relief in Saturday game against uh, Western Kentucky. Um, he was usually kind of slated to start on Sunday, but, um, Lancaster had a little injury, um, early in the game. So I uh, would have decided to go with, uh, Sunday's slated starter to, to, uh, take that game home. And he certainly did. He, um, yeah, he pitched the rest of the game. I think it was four and a half, four, four to five innings in relief. And, um, Secured that victory for us. Secured the. Uh, at, at that point, it was one to one. They had won Friday. West Virginia yeah. beat us on Friday, and we had even series. So that was a very crucial game. Um, uh, yeah, and Cam played a big part in that. Yeah, that was
0: big. So congrats, Cam, uh, for for that that uh, honor last week. And then, of course, uh, we we didn't really talk about much about the the game themselves. The Sunday. Uh, we don't need to go back and rehash the whole Western Kentucky series, but the Sunday walk off, um, we we were all there for that one, and those are always fun. Those are always fun to to uh, to witness. Um, really felt like it was going to happen, um, and and the probably the the thing there, there's a couple things I want to want to point out, uh, uh, Kevin, about that that walk off win on uh, Sunday against Western Kentucky. First of all, Caden Hopson. Uh, got the win the game winner and that seems so far uh to have really propelled him um he's a guy that the the staff has a lot of confidence in uh particularly behind the dish there with his receiving and defense uh have been working on getting the bat going and if if and you look at it he he got that big hit won the game he hit the hit the walk off and uh and really since then in the game since then uh, has been swinging a hot bat,
1: so cool to see that happen. Yeah, it kind of a uh, jump started him a little bit and that the Odu series. I'm looking at the stats from that series, um, Aiden Hopson had, uh, get a homer had his, his first homer in the season, uh, five hits on the series, uh, drove in four runs on the weekend. So, um, definitely swinging a hot bat. And, and then last night on well, Tuesday night had a couple big RBIs as well. um uh, victory over college of Charleston. So. I know we're going all over the place now, but... No, nah, we're to the talking about Hop. I
0: mean, he had yeah. he had the big hit for the Western Kentucky game. We'll, we'll get into the old Dominion series here in just a second. But for, for anybody that hasn't seen it yet, by the way, and this is the last thing I want to say about Western Kentucky, then we'll, we'll move on that walk-off. If, if you get a chance, go back. If you haven't, go back, and there's like two different camera angles of, of the guys celebrating uh, the, the walk-off, and that's always fun. But what I want you to watch for... Uh, is the two different angles of huck Wathin attempting to run while carrying the water jug to dump on hop when he gets out there and it is hilarious i didn't even see it at first my wife and daughter saw it and we're sitting on the couch laughing i'm like what are y'all laughing at you guys got, you gotta go watch this video and and huck is trying to run carrying the big you know I don't know if they have Gatorade, Powerade, whatever, jug, but it's water. You can tell it's coming out. And Huck's wearing most of that water by the, time he gets to, by the time he gets out there to dump it on Hop. I don't know if Hop even got wet because Huck was wearing all of it.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, he did a lot better than I would have I done. I don't know how, how well I would have done taking a full sprint, holding that from, from the dugout to a uh, right center field carrying a a full container of of liquid
0: pretty heavy. He was working, man. He was, he was, he was laboring for everything it's worth. You know, maybe, maybe that here's what we would do. Okay. If, if, if we were going to do that type of celebration, Kevin, if we were celebrating walk-off, we would just pass out bottles, individual bottles of water, and then everybody could run out there with one bottle of water, right? Screw the lid off and dump it on whoever they want to. Um,
1: because I'm not trying to run with a jug. No. So what? We, what we would have done in reality is wait till he got back to the dugout. He would be least expecting it, and then we would have dumped it on him. I
0: think you're right. Definitely would not try tried running
1: with that with the jug. So anyway, we, would, we wouldn't have made it. We wouldn't have made it to the foul line if both of us were carrying it. <sighs> no, <laughs> we'd have probably
0: fallen, to be honest with you, and spilled it everywhere that just wouldn't go anyway all right let's let's move forward let's 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 jump into let's jump into last weekend um because the the series at old dominion kevin was on the national radar for for a lot of people when you when you paid attention to uh what was going on uh, as far as like d1 baseball america uh the national media that covers baseball college baseball um there were a lot of folks paying attention to that series. It was kind of like they were waiting to see um, who was sort of, this was like an early test and waiting to see who was going to pass the early test. Um, Old Dominion, for whatever reason, they always get a lot of run um, early in the season. And the the minute they, the minute they sweep an an NEC team or whatever it is, whoever it is they're playing, uh, they start getting top 25 votes and uh, the Niners went up there on the road uh, and and came within that much of sweeping them right out of their own building because they had to walk it off uh, on on Sunday. But but the boys went up there and really outplayed Old Dominion for for the the the, the vast majority of that
1: series. They certainly did. And um, before we go any further, and Nick's getting excited talking about Old Dominion. I'm going to go ahead and mention that uh, we are not officially affiliated with uh, the Charlotte 49ers Athletic Department or the University of North Carolina at Charlotte. All views uh, expressed on this show do not reflect the views of Charlotte 49ers baseball, Charlotte 49ers athletics, or UNC Charlotte. I wanted to say that before you got worked up talking about ODU and and uh, your experience. so And
0: their stadium and, and the wind tunnel that they play in and their stands
1: and all that so the disclaimers out there but yes uh, like you mentioned uh d1 baseball was there shotgun Spratling was there uh he's a coast-to-coast reporter for d1 baseball uh he does mainly uh west coast stuff from what i've seen but he was there uh friday saturday tweeting about the game and uh, he wrote a really nice really nice article about um um i think it was the staying power of charlotte baseball how Last year was kind of came out of nowhere, and um, we're right back at it. And the USA Today coaches poll. So uh, we're right on the brink. Um, It's probably the first time we've been back seasons in a long time. Um, Yeah. I remember. I can't remember a time where we've accomplished that in the past. So we'd have to effort that one, Um,
0: you know. And and then you had um, you had Aaron uh, Fit during the Q and A talking about uh, talking about Charlotte baseball and 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 potential ranking and uh, basically and really, folks. I mean, stay tuned if you want to hear us give D one baseball a hard time over something stay tuned because we're going to before the show's over. Uh, we've already got that, that subject picked out. Um, but as far as the polls go, I mean, we really, I mean, it's fun to be ranked in the baseball America poll and any other poll. Right. But when you look consistent, as far as consistency and like, like the polls and, and, and who does a good job with it, it's really D one. I mean, for, for my money, uh, D one baseball poll is, is the one, um, that that if, if you can only pay attention to one, you pay attention to the D one baseball bowl. That's just me, though. feel Feel free to well
1: feel free to disagree with that. Well, we pay attention more because we subscribe to them. Um, they seem to give us more coverage, and in, uh, in other publications, but um, uh, they always they have great coverage. They do a great job of, uh, of covering the game of college baseball. So um, it's well worth a subscription to them. Uh, if you it love is. college baseball like we do, and. Uh, they've been covering conference USA quite a bit, um, and I think it, it wasn't one of us, but someone, a Niners fan, did uh, send a question in about how, why the Niners weren't ranked. Bowl. it was not one of us, unless it was producer Brad.
2: I was wondering it, but I didn't send it. Uh, how awesome
0: is that? This 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 is this Charlotte baseball thing starting to get out of hand. Because because the D1 guys are getting peppered with when you're going to rank Charlotte questions, and it's not even
1: us. <laughs> <laughs> and people are tweeting – people are live-tweeting games, and it's national publications. It's not us.
0: Yeah, somebody <laughs> – there's somebody tweeting about a baseball game and it's, and it's not us and it's, and it's not Joe Templin and and there's, there's like somebody else tweeting about Charlotte, a Charlotte baseball game. These are, these are amazing times to live in folks. Um, so thank, thanks for that, that, uh, that disclaimer. Yeah, that was good. I mean, no, it was right. You're right to put that in there. Um, you know and I just want to say I mean this is before we talk about the the games um you know if, if, if you haven't been paying attention or you missed it because it just came down uh really what Tuesday during the midweek game that uh conference USA has reached a uh, an agreement with uh, with uh, southern miss uh, marshall and uh and old Dominion who are leaving for the sun Belt. Charlotte's leaving for the American conference, but not until after next season. But those three Sunbelt bound schools are going to be leaving June, June 30th. Um, So what that means is, is is that uh, that trip that we just took to to Old Dominion, to Norfolk, um, unless we play them out of out of conference at some point, that's the last time we're going to Norfolk. Um, Later, later on is the last time we're going to to Marshall to play at the Huntington YMCA. Looking forward to that. Kennedy Uh,
1: Kennedy YMCA. Sorry, the
0: Kennedy family. We got to get our branding here. The Kennedy family YMCA. Um, We'll talk more about that because I'm going, I'm going up there just, just because I just want to see this playing D1 college baseball at a, at a YMCA. Anyway, uh, the, the, this weekend in, in Norfolk, and, and if you haven't been up there, um, their ballpark, I mean they're they're on the coast, right? So the, the the prevailing winds coming off the coming off the sound there, coming off the bay, uh, basically blow out. Um, so that that's that's a sort of a continual condition. But then uh, what Kevin, two years ago? Was it before over last offseason, season, the university built uh, a chemistry facility, a chemistry building out there basically in center field and it's, it's kind of wedged sideways. It's kind of, kind of cockeyed if you will. Um, but it creates this wind tunnel, uh, blowing straight out to right center. And if you look at that old dominion lineup, they like have left-handed, like, It's like a, it's like an old man softball team with a bunch of lefties. They hit fly balls to right field all day long. They're very good at it. Um, and so they're a team built to hit balls out of that place. Um, and, and you saw that it's crazy out there. We were playing, we were playing our outfield, particularly, particularly, uh, fish out in the right field. We were playing guys back all, all weekend long because if, if a fly ball, Gets out in that that wind up there, it's it's gonna go. It, it's I've I, you know, I'm sure that somewhere uh has something similar somewhere in the country, but I haven't been there. Um, it's a jet stream. It's it's a wind tunnel, and um, yeah, and, and they're so very good it. at using it. I mean, good on them. I mean, they did they did the baseball team didn't build that chemistry building.
1: Yeah, it's pretty much the course field of conference USA, um, 17 home runs were hit between the two teams. We had eight; um, they had nine over the weekend. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's like the course field of, of conference USA. Uh, we definitely took advantage of it too. Um, we put up some big offensive numbers, uh, just like they did as well. So, um, I would just, if I was a pitcher, I'd hate, I'd hate to pitch there. Um, every week
0: if if i was a if i was a a a high school arm in the state of virginia i don't i don't know why i i don't think i'd want to i don't think i'd want to pitch there on the other hand if i was a a big lefty bat i'd be walking on there if i had to (laughs) (laughs) because you're going to, I mean, the, you're, you're going to rack up some numbers there. Um, so I, you know, Oh, let's see. I got, I I got a comment coming in. Blacksburg, Virginia, uh, is, is apparently another wind tunnel. Um, I, I have not been, I've been to Blacksburg, Virginia. I have not been to, um, I have not been to their, uh, their baseball facility. And apparently Coach Bick is, is tweeting boom during the show. So he's there at practice and Toby Toby is taking commitments from from players at practice, probably with his earbuds in, listening to this, laughing at us, running practice, on his phone, taking commitments from from players. Coach Bick never sleeps. Yeah,
1: yeah we got We got another commitment, it looks like. We'll have to research that a little bit, but yeah, he uh, will effort that he, 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 says, he says he he listens. He listens later on. He listens when it comes audio. So that's right. He does he listen listened. later. So, so coach Bick, when you get a
0: chance, uh, you know, you know, call, call us, whatever give us heads up, whatever. something. <laughs> Holl- ho- holler coach Bick, you're breaking news. We want to know what it is. He's back All in right. Texas too. And, well, I mean, if to if Toby's back in Texas, then Toby's Toby's living it up. Oh, and, and feet feet Davis says it wasn't him that asked the question either. So I don't, I don't know. We got to go back. We got to find out who asked that question. The, the, the I'm assuming we're talking about the D one Q and a question. So it yeah. wasn't, it wasn't any of us. It wasn't feet. Uh, we'll have to, let's we'll find out, but, that Friday night game um, had, had a couple interesting things. There's the, some themes emerge from the weekend uh, right there on Friday night. One, Niners score 11 runs uh, while only giving up four. And uh, Niner, Niner starting pitching um, burned some innings. Uh, we did not use very many pitchers this weekend. Starting with Spencer Geesting on Friday night, he goes 5.2 uh 5.2 and he's given up given up 4 which you know in in those conditions giving up 4 is i mean that's you're not you're not shutting that team out in that in that park like you said it's like coors field um so you're not you're not throwing up zeros on the board so to get out with 4 um and and then to have aj wilson come on and and go uh, the the 3 and a third inning save um AJ shut him out for three and a third. So we we use we used two pitchers on Friday night. Scored eleven runs. Um, you know I know fans fans were very interested in uh, Dave McCabe getting back in the lineup. Uh, Big Maple did make an appearance. Um, he <laughs> his first at bat of the game. He hits a he hits a home run to dead center as a part of a, a five run five run first inning for the Niners. Um, he walked in his second at bat and, and then, uh, came out and that was, that was the last big maple sighting of the, of the weekend as far as being on the diamond. But, um, Kevin, if you're only gonna, if, if you're only gonna get one hit, you might as, might as well make it a home run, right?
1: Well, Hey, that was a great way to set the tone for the whole weekend. Um, getting up there, I think it was one out. We just, um, uh, plotted center field, um, uh, put the Niners on the board and and we never looked back all weekend. Um he walked to the next step bad scored, scored twice, scored two runs for us, two plate appearances, RBI, two runs scored. So um can't do much better than that, you know. I mean if you're gonna if you're gonna only make two plate appearances, you might as well score and hit a homer.
0: Yeah, and you know, David David's working his way back. He's he's getting close, and um when when he does, um it's going to be a good thing because I mean, he, honestly, I believe he helped set the tone right there. I mean, it was a long way to go, but, but he came out and helped set the tone right there at the beginning. And, and um, he's just, he's just so valuable to this, this lineup. Oh, also um, th- this just came in and I'm not going to call any names, uh, but if, if you were watching, if you were watching the game, you, you heard, which I, I was, I, I only heard about it because um, I, was in the stands and not not listening to the Old Dominion announcers. Who apparently, apparently called him Spencer Geestring. Did, did I do it right, Kevin? Yeah, that's how he was, he was saying it for most of the game. Spencer yeah. Geestring. And um, yeah. it, 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 and if you were listening to that broadcast or watching watching them on Conference USA TV, uh, you, you noticed he eventually got it right. And I happen to know why he got it right. Again, I'm not calling any names, but um, someone took it upon themselves to do a Google search, find the number to the phone in the press box, called said number, and they answered. And then they were told it's Spencer Geesting, Geesting. To which the question was asked back, apparently, is this his father or his grandfather? <laughs> <laughs> and it was neither. I can promise you it was neither. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, the, 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 you know, people, people that aren't us are asking D1 Q&A questions. And people that are not us are calling the press box the Old Dominion and telling them how to say the player's name right. So, Ke- Kevin, you heard it. I didn't. But, but it sounds like it was pretty bad.
1: Yeah, I mean, he overall he did a good job for the weekend, but that was that was not a good start for him uh, with the G string G string pronunciation. Um, maybe it's the same person that uh, que- uh, asked the question of the D one baseball.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, feet says that wasn't him either. Um, oh, okay. So you We're know good. it would. I don't know we, we, we it's a process of elimination, so anyway we a uh, couple couple more performances i mean we talked about we talked about david in in his his limited appearance, and we talked about spencer and um and a j which a j how huge is that Kevin? uh a j Wilson was a guy that the staff was very excited about getting uh from East Carolina as a transfer um and a j um, has been uh, sort of trying to find his way a little bit and carve out a role for himself. Um, and you know, at, at East Carolina, they they pretty much used him as a as a lefty specialist. They would bring him in to to get to get that one lefty out. And he's done a little bit of that here, but that's not what's going on right now. AJ's last several outings, he's he's taken out. He's still got that nasty slider that lefties can't handle. But but he's taken out right-handed batters too. Um, he is an equal opportunity destroyer right now. And if if he's gonna if he's gonna emerge out of the bullpen like that, I mean that's that's huge.
1: Yeah, he's kind of been extended. Um, I guess against Af State he came in and three plus innings, and then um, the WKU series he came in and pitched two plus innings. And Old Dominion, you saw what he did there. He, he finished out the game for, for Spencer. Spencer gave us a great start and he just finished it out and got, got that series off to a good start. with win. Um, looking at the stats here, you know, um, picked up a save saving that it made two appearances on the weekend too. So he came back on Sunday, I believe, and, and threw through to a lefty. So, um, so was showing his versatility, you go to him twice during the weekend. Um, great weapon to have in the bullpen. The yeah, dinners. I mean that that when when guys
0: when guys start emerging like that, that changes that changes your weekend equation. I mean, and that's, you know, that's that's what we talk about all the time is is um a uh, uh, baseball college baseball is not a game, it's a series. I mean, in that weekend is a war of attrition and you see it in these Sunday games. And when you have starters extending like like Goose did to start with, and then AJ able to come in and, and do his thing and even come back later in the weekend. That's a difference maker. Taking a look at uh taking a look at the offensive numbers here. Um, I mean, Austin Knight went nuts on Friday night, four for six. Uh, and you know, it was it was pretty cool night for for Austin. Um, he he wasn't uh it, it, it wasn't I mean, they were they were four singles. There's no other way to say it. But he was just he was taking what they were giving him, and uh, not overthinking it, not trying to do too much. They were letting him have they were letting him have the ball. Uh, he was finding outfield grass. He was putting it up the middle. He was hitting the, hitting bloopers in the in the outfield. He was all over the place with it. And I mean, that's what you got to do, right? Cam yeah. Fisher as well, three for five. Uh, look at the just looking at the box score real quick. Jack with two ribbies, Butch with two ribbies, Cam with two fish, two ribbies, Caden with two ribbies. I mean, David and Austin had one each. I mean, the the distribution was all over the place. I mean, it was not one guy going off. I mean, there was production coming up and down, up and down the lineup, and that's that's what we've been talking about. That's what's that's what this lineup's capable of doing, right?
1: Right, and you know, I've i got the the series stats here and got a bunch of highlights here, man. And, and everybody producing in this lineup. Got um. Madol, seven ribbies for the weekend, two homers. I mean, uh, Furman scored six runs, Knight scored six runs. Madol scored five, Cunningham scored five. Butcher drove in five, Cunningham drove in five, Cam in, drove in five. That's the whole lineup there. They're driving in runs, scoring runs. Uh, and, I mean, the wind tunnel helped a little bit, but you know, these guys, this this, this offense is, is very potent, and um, we're starting to see it come together a little bit. Yeah, especially it it. with sorry, go ahead. Especially if you got if, um I think we did the numbers. We have if we have Madol Knight and, and McCabe in the lineup, I think we are averaging about twelve runs in the games that they, they're in the starting lineup. Um and that's that's unreal as far as uh, scoring, twelve averaging twelve runs a game. That twenty nine run game is plays a factor in that average, but sure um that's 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 a pretty big stat there. Things to look forward to. Right. Yeah.
0: You know, and, and it kept, it kept on, on, uh, on Saturday. Um, Nate was three for four. Uh, Nate had a triple that I guess it was a triple. It it sounds like it's everybody has said it must've been a triple at the, in real time from where I was standing, it looked like the ball bounced off the scoreboard, hit the top of the wall and then came back into play. Um, People have said that they went out there and looked at the scoreboard and the distance from the wall. It's further than it looks, and that couldn't have happened. So I guess it was a triple off the top of the wall. It sure looked like a home run in real time. Um, but but Nate Nate put a good swing on it. Um, you know, Jake and Cam hit back-to-back homers in that game, uh, which was, was a lot of fun. Not for the old Dominion fans, but it was a lot of fun. Um, just Just all around, I mean – Butch three ribbies, Cam three ribbies, Jake Jake four, Josh had one in that game. Um, cool thing happened. This I, I can actually provide a little content here, Kevin. Uh, you know th- that you might not get anywhere else. You know
1: that's it's, what that's what we're here for. We're here for to provide
0: content that you can't get in a box score. There you go. That's what we're here for. Um, really cool thing. Really classy thing. Um, there was a there was an Old Dominion fan there with his little boy uh i would say his little boy was probably six or seven and when when they went those back-to-back homers were hit by by jake and and fish he and his son decided to go out and see if they could find them and they did uh and they brought them back and at the time um jake's parents were there this weekend um, but they weren't at the the table. We were over there in the rally alley, which we can talk about in a minute, but um, we we're over there in the rally alley and he walked up to us and said, um, would y'all like these? And and he just, he has two baseballs and I'm just kind of like looking, at am like, no, <laughs> he's got, he, he he literally, his first question was, would you like these? And I'm like, no, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. And he's like, well, these are the home run balls. I like, Oh, why didn't you say so? I'm like, well, one of those, the the the, the 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 guy that hit it his parents are sitting right here uh and, and they I'm sure they would love to have it and and he had fish's ball as well and fished it and fish's dad was was traveling on business but we got that ball to fish uh after the game so those guys got those uh those balls to take to take home with them do whatever their at least their parents um really classy by that guy to go and do that he didn't have to do that and and he and his son went and retrieved them and and brought them back and um That was cool. So there's 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 a fun story from the road.
1: Yeah, and a positive ODU fan story. That's great. Um, You love to hear stories like that, Uh, uh, especially when you go on the road. You don't mean you don't you're not always treated well as a player when you're when you're on the road. Um, We can, I mean, we contribute to that at at our at our stadium, but um, you don't treat people well. No, I mean, I treat 'em I treat everyone well, but <laughs> you know there's I'll,
0: I'll say this I'll say this so uh before we talk about before we talk about sunday uh, the um things things were things were a little tense in uh in Norfolk this weekend um and I don't really even think it had anything to do with baseball to be honest with you because. There was a fairly healthy Niner contingent there all weekend, and so if you've never been to the ballpark at, at Old Dominion, they're 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 raising money right now to replace what they have um, because the the stadium itself is is all bleachers, no no seat backs. It's you know it, it's it's it it is what it is, uh, but they have. They have this this cool patio down the the right field line there uh, called the Rally Alley, and it's basically right outside the visitor dugout. And there's a there's a concession stand there selling uh, with a grill going, selling burgers and dogs and all kind of stuff, uh, fries, funnel cakes, uh, soft drinks, beer, water, you know, whatever, and all these. Uh, tabletop or like bar top tables and, and everything right just like right down the right down the right fill line cool spot um it's it's honestly it's the kind of thing that would be cool if we we had that at the haze i mean if if um i would absolutely 100 percent sign on to have a similar facility at the at the haze uh and they fill it up too um, I mean, more than just, I mean, the, you'll look at if you see the old Dominion, if you like saw their stands on a game, uh, you would think, man, there's nobody there. Well, there's probably 250 people in the rally alley and, and they're packed in there. Well, th- that was part of the issue. Um, our group, our group was there and, and they're strong all weekend. And what they failed to realize is that uh, they had lives and things to attend to and we didn't. So as soon as <laughs> we showed up early and got the best tables, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so we were all posted up like two and three tables and just, just rolling in there. And, uh, by the, they, they rolled up there to like get their, their usual spot and we'd taken it over. So I think maybe they were,
1: they were a little upset about that, maybe. Well, you guys, you guys had to set the tone in the stands <laughs> for the weekend. Like, like Dave McCabe set the tone at the plate. I mean, got to get there early and and, and stake your claim. Like oh, you totally. Said. I
0: mean, it wasn't it wasn't Maple's homer. It wasn't it wasn't Goose's Goose's performance. It wasn't AJ Wilson. It was us in the rally alley. We we <laughs> we just set the tone. And, and I know it was working because on Sunday, on Sunday, one of their fans got there. She must have got there at 8 a.m. just to say she had the first table. And when we walked in there, she wanted us to know if she had the first table. And to, 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 as someone else in the group said, it's good to
1: know we could make her get out of bed early on Sunday morning. <laughs> right. I, 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 how, how, many, uh, how many funnel cakes did you get this week?
0: I'm gonna tell you, um, they serve funnel fries because that's easier. It, yeah, Brad, it's it's funnel cake. It's the batter, but it's in French fry form. Uh, tastes the same. It's just easier to handle. Uh, I I had to try that. I had to get get. I, I had one all weekend. I, I didn't. Um. Yeah, I really did not. No, I I didn't. I didn't. I didn't put a hurting on them like I like I probably. Good. Could have. I was trying to be good.
1: That's good. That's good. It's a long season. I do appreciate you. I saw you on TV. I appreciate <laughs> you representing us on, on Conference USA TV. With, um, the brand, baby. For the, the brand. Behind, so behind it's, the home plate.
0: It, it was good. Uh, I, I will say this. Um, my my daughter and I spent the weekend there. Um, we were there for that series last week or, sorry, last year. Um, I'm cool with them going to Sunbelt. I mean, it's, it takes, it just, there's no good way. You can't get the Norfolk from here. Uh, you know, we, we drove up, you know, you go up to 85 to, to South Hill and then you just crawl all the way to Norfolk and, you know, it takes, just takes forever and the wind tunnel and, the, you know, it's okay.
1: Yeah. It's okay. Well, yeah, it was a good weekend and good weekend on the field for sure. I uh, thought we might have a chance at a, uh, Player of the Week, Pitcher of the Week. Uh, problem was, as too many guys did too many things, we kind of spread out love throughout the lineup. Um, Madol batted 4-17 on the weekend with two homers in the same inning, two three-run homers in the same inning, and five walks on the weekend. So um, I think that was probably the closest we came um, to a conference player of the week, hitter of the week. Uh, but yeah, we had lots of candidates Firm. who from Southern miss did they give it to? I mean yeah they they won I didn't even Frand play. player player. I we hadn't I know they gave it to they played western Kentucky and they um teed off on them there, so yeah. they put up big numbers um I thought will Lancaster uh pitched well for us on on Saturday, uh, especially in the conditions like you mentioned um. Going into the eighth, going um, into the eighth, and that in that in that kind of uh, wind tunnel, um, cold day up in Norfolk, uh, giving the Niners a chance to win, um, I thought he did a great performance this weekend. And if it was in any other conditions, it probably would have been the numbers would have been less, um, and he might have shot at, at conference pitcher at of the week. But
0: does Ole Miss play there this year? Old Miss. I think I think they do. Old Miss. Southern Miss.
1: Southern Ole Miss. Southern Miss. I don't know. I think they do. I think they do, yes.
0: I- I'ma look that up. Right. I wanna see. What?
2: I said I got it. If my- oh, you
0: got it. Okay. My I'm I'm you know, we have praised D one. Hold on a second. We have praised D1. Let's talk about Warren Owen for a minute. Warren Owen, why are you full of pop-up ads? <laughs> WarrenOwen.com is a pop-up ad a minute now. And I don't dig it. I just closed the window. It was giving me too much trouble. So, anyway, let's talk about Sunday. I all I was gonna, To finish that thought, all I was going to say is, let me, see, let me see those Southern Miss pitchers uh, carve up Old Dominion uh, and and shut them out for for eight innings in that wind tunnel. Let they, me see that happen.
2: They play Old Dominion yeah. at home
0: in Hattiesburg. Yeah. No, oh, that's too bad. So let's talk about uh, let, let, let's let's talk about that Sunday game because that was crazy. Um, the 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 Sunday games are always crazy. I mean, we see this every week across the country. It's a war of attrition, and Sunday is just nuts. Um, and, and quite frankly, the, the things got away from the Niners a little bit uh, in, in, in one inning. Um, let me get my number right. Uh, well, the third inning, to gave up three runs and four runs in the fourth. But then the Niners score 10 runs in the fifth. 10 runs in the fifth. They go from – I mean, they had scored two in the fourth, but then they explode for 10 in the fifth. And and, and Josh Madol hits two home runs in the same inning.
1: Same yes. inning, Kevin? That was two three-run homers in the same inning. That's, that's unbelievable. And that was fun to watch. That was definitely fun to watch. I know it had to be fun to be experienced in person, I think you said all their fans left after the 10-run inning. Let,
0: let, me, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Okay. Now, I, I, you know, I, I hate it for the Old Dominion fans because they, they stuck around as far as their team. Their team stuck around and walked it off. Okay. To, to salvage something. They're, they're fans. They're internet fans. Okay. There's a difference. They're internet fans. We're so tough. We're old dominion. We're hardcore. We're, we're they're fair weather. They bring a lot of people to those, to the baseball game. And they're mainly, they, they have good crowds and they're mainly over in the rally alley. But after two days of losing to the Niners, when they blew that two run, that, that nine, two lead. And we scored when, when Josh Madol, listen to me, folks, Josh Madol took their souls. He took their souls with that second home run. They all left. They left. The people left in the stadium when they, the the people that hung around and got to celebrate good on them. Those were player parents because all the people that were having beers in the rally alley, they just straight up left. And J- J- Josh Madol absolutely took their souls. That's why I tweeted, that's why uh, that inning I, I, I tweeted the, with the score update. I tweeted the Undertaker GIF where he sits up.
1: Yeah, because they, they left us for dead. But in that ballpark, no lead is safe, especially on a Sunday.
0: Especially on a Sunday.
1: So, um, yeah, a good good series, good good series win. Um, they were ranked 18th. We hadn't mentioned that yet. They were ranked 18th in the country. Um, they were, and, honors went up there and made a statement, uh, and there was some national um, national attention on this series, and 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 we uh, got a lot of pub out of out of the victory. So um, exciting weekend! I'm glad glad we were able to. Take a series. Almost got the sweep. We were, we were, real close to getting that sweep. But um, uh, yeah, great effort by the guys. I think Woodard, Coach Woodard, said that uh, every single player that participated in that game uh, played a part that weekend yeah. in, in getting that series win. Uh,
0: shout out to Hop again. Uh, two for four. Hit it. Hit a hit a homer in that game. Um, what's interesting is uh hop was on it um he hit a ball earlier he wound up singling in the at bat but he hit a shot and and the way the rally alley is is configured you're almost kind of tucked inside the 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 baseline there you're almost even with the foul pole from my perspective the ball was called foul but hop hit a ball over the uh oh the foul pole that looked to me from my perspective like it was foul ball uh hop was hop was running like he thought it was was fair um called foul I and mean, he crushed that ball too um i talked to um I talked to Sydney. Sydney happened to be over there taking pictures he had a better look at it he said, yeah it's probably foul um and I trust you know, I mean Sid knows what he's talking about uh, but Man, from from right where I from right where I was standing at that moment, that ball looked like it was a homer. Uh, Sid said probably foul, so I trust Sid. But um, he was swinging. It's like we said earlier. I mean, it, ever since Western Kentucky, uh, Hop swinging a swinging a good bat. Really, you know, all all the guys. Uh, yeah. The guys are we're doing it in so many different ways. I mean, you go up and down this lineup. Uh Caden can hurt you, Jack can hurt you, Butch can hurt you, Fish can hurt you, Jake can hurt you, Josh, Austin, Nate. And then when you're talking about getting David back, I mean, all those guys can hurt you. Right.
1: I mean there's, there's no let up in that lineup. And um we'll say something interesting that that I noticed when when McCabe is back healthy. Um we did move Josh Madol out to, to left field. Um when McKay was in the lineup, something different than we had started out the season. Um, I guess we had uh, Knight was at second, and McKay mm-hmm. was at third, and Madol was at first. So a little bit of different defensive alignment. Also, we hadn't had a chance to ask Coach Woodard about this. Um, during, the, during the Western Kentucky series, He's uh, he did switch up Austin Knight and Jack Dragham, short and third. Uh, I'll be interested to see what the thoughts behind that are um, moving forward. So it's it's worked out pretty well so far. Um, so we'll see. See how it goes. I'll have to ask about it next time.
0: So before we start talking about uh, this this coming week uh, or or this week's action, um, just quickly um, w- before we move on, um, got to talk about Quentin Martinez uh, on Sunday. Um, five innings pitched uh gave up one earned run uh ended up being the 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 walk off run um andy gariola right gariola hit the hit the walk off and um he's gariola gariola is one of the dudes some of their dudes need the wind tunnel gariola's not one of them um he's 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 a monster he can he can he can swing the bat you know he can he can swing the bat with with fish or david or or butch whoever Um, but Quentin, Quentin goes five innings, um, strikes out five, only walks one. Um, you can see his, his confidence has been growing too, just kind of like in, in, in step with AJ's, um, as far as just immediately coming to mind, there's some other guys emerging too, but right now you see AJ as a, as a lefty and Quentin as a lefty, those guys are really emerging right now. And, and, you know they're playing good ball.
1: Yeah. It seemed like, uh, seemed like all the men had a little difficulty getting off lefties, uh, this weekend. Um, we threw a bunch at them. That's for sure. We threw a bunch at them and when Quentin came in there. He, he did the job for sure. And another quick thing, he got two pickoffs, uh, two mm-hmm. huge pickoffs that, that ended innings, I think, um, to get out of innings. So yeah, uh, they had trouble with the lefties and, and Quentin was one of them. Um, Great performance on the weekend. Five strong innings out of the pen, with, and five strikeouts. So. Um,
0: okay, I think I said it, I think I said there was only, only one thing cool about Old Dominion's uh, park, and that's the Rally Alley. I, I kind of lied. There's a second thing I like about it. Um, you you can get under the stands. It's a, it's a it's a place to watch the game, and you can stand behind home plate, um, ground level, and, and watch. And um, I stood down there and watched um AJ Wilson's slider and I mean I I can't even I can't even imagine being a lefty in the box because it's coming right at you and and the the spin on this thing is just ungodly and and you know you really can't see that Kevin uh you know from, from the haze we you know we're always elevated and you can you can move around behind home plate but you're still elevated being down ground level, watching those things come in is just a whole different perspective. And um, if I was a lefty in the box against A.J. Wilson, when he let that thing go, I would probably be on the ground, just convinced it was coming right at me. And then at, as I'm laying there in the dirt, I would hear Blue say, strike one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You probably <laughs> I take, headed on back to the dugout after that one. Yeah, I just leave.
0: <laughs> I don't. That's fine. Blue, you know it, and I know it. Just, just you know how you, you you know now you don't have to throw the four pitches. You can to do the intentional walk. Intentional walk. I got an intentional, strike intentional out. Blue. strikeout. Blue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm calling for an intentional strikeout. Look, you know it. I know it. I'm not staying here. I'm going back to the dugout. <laughs> we just invented yeah. the intentional strikeout. I'm probably the only one that will ever use it. But (laughs) to to your your point uh, about the pitching in general, um, you know, Old Dominion, Old Dominion got theirs, Um, but how frustrating was it for them to continually hit solo homers all weekend? I mean, it was the the the, the game-winning homer on Sunday ended up being a solo shot too. They they, I think they had one two-run homer, and everything else was a solo shot, and and that's attributable directly to to the
1: walks. I mean,
0: we're not we're not lack giving away that. much.
1: Yep. Yeah, lack of walks, and yeah, that's 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 crucial when you're when you you, you mentioned. Uh, slow pitch softball earlier when you're only allowed to hit a certain amount of home runs and you get, they get angry when you hit a solo homers. But, well, that's what they were. They were getting angry when hitting hit solo homer because they were down five, six runs and, and getting one back at a time. And it wasn't, yeah they were never going to catch up that way. No, they weren't.
0: Um, the other thing, uh, and, and folks, we, we, we need a little feedback on this. We've been talking about this. Um, so our our, our buddies uh, Zach and Emily Hill have have taken it upon themselves to start a K counter at the Hays. They've been putting K's on the uh, on the railing there, and um, the the Niners we're leading the country in walks per game. We've been talking about starting a walk counter every time the every time the Niners uh, get a base on balls that we start counting those too, um, and let the let the visitors, uh, watch those pile up. Um, I don't know. I don't know if anybody's ever done that before, but, um, maybe a walk counter is needed at the haze. And, um, we, we, we've even talked about instead of, uh, I mean, we could just make a BB for base on balls, but, um, we've been talking about maybe coming up with like a, uh, a usage of the Johnny Walker logo. (laughs) Johnny Walker has a logo that says, keep walking. Oh,
1: we should, we should, um, we should get our uh, our marketing department to reach out to Johnny Walker to see if we can get a sponsorship on the on the show.
0: Yeah, uh, we could, we could be, we could be brought to you by Johnny Walker. Um, this week, I remember they had an week. ad campaign one time. Once upon a time, it was, it was the, their their slogan was, "It's Johnny Walker and you ordered it." Um, <laughs> so we should, we should have a maybe we could could have Johnny Walker uh, walk counter, just line them up. Yeah. Or maybe we we'll get, get sued by Johnny Walker. I don't know. Well we can we can get our, our, our people on that. <laughs> well we'll have Diamond Niner Report Corporate talk talk to them. I
1: got I got so many nuggets here. Speaking of getting on base, Nate Furman has gotten on base every single game this season. I think it's twenty four. Twenty four games he's gotten on base every single game. I think the streak was I think he had a sixteen game hit streak. Start the season, um, but yeah, he's been he's been on every single game. So,
0: okay, folks, I promised you we were going to say some things about D one baseball. Kevin, let's do it now. You brought up Nate. Let's
1: let's. Okay, well, well, I don't want to dwell on this too long. I
0: don't either. But let's let's I comment. Know. Let's
1: do it. Well, since Coach Wooders not here, he hates to rank, he doesn't want to talk about rankings or, or all this stuff. But we they're for the fans. We're to, talk, to about, talk about it. And we're fans. We're talking about this stuff. So, D1 Baseball had their their week six power rankings of their position player rankings, and um, um I think McCabe was was one of the first basemen selected, uh, top thirty. Nate Furman was top thirty. Austin Knight was top thirty. Shortstop. Um, anyway, Nate Furman was ranked twelfth, uh, which we thought was a little bit too low, and, and especially considering, well. The Old Dominion second baseman was, was at eight, and Nate Furman's at 12. So, I think Nate Furman's like 100, 100 points better than average, 100 points better than about everything. And and a better defensive second baseman. Yeah, he can throw it to first base.
0: but yeah. There is a 0% chance that Nate Furman is not better than Carter Trice. I'm sorry. Anyway, that that's that's crazy, that's crazy. And then Kevin, option. they keep releasing rankings, and today, and today, early today, they re, they released the top
1: 100 outfielders. Right, and I looked I looked through the list about three or four times, and I didn't see I didn't see Jake Cunningham or Cam Fisher in there. And uh, looking at some of those numbers on those guys. Uh, they belong up there in that mix. I know, I know, our team doesn't play for stuff like this, but it's just for, for people like us to talk about. But yeah, I think I think they missed the boat on on those those rankings a little bit. But overall, it's nice to get the recognition for the guys that are getting recognized. But uh,
0: Jake Cunningham, nine sixty one OPS <laughs> range for days in center field. In- Hits bases, it runs all over the place with his glove. Cam Fisher, one oh three six OPS, eleven doubles, six homers, twenty six ribbies, four twenty on base percentage, six sixteen slugging. Not in the top one hundred, but Davidson College has two outfielders in the top one hundred.
1: See, that's why I had a disclaimer out there. At the beginning of the show.
0: Folks, um, to to paraphrase to paraphrase the late great Rick James, cocaine is a heck of a drug.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, you're right. You're Jake right. Cunningham no. and Cam Fisher are top one hundred outfielders. They are. And they Nate are, Furman yeah. is a top ten second baseman, particularly in light of some of those ranked ahead.
1: I agree. Yeah. And, yeah, it's nice to be recognized on those things. Uh, Obviously, we have some beef with with a little bit of their rankings, but uh, I appreciate their coverage and appreciate them putting our guys on there when they did, and um, we'll see what they come out with next week.
0: We we still love them, though. We still love the guys at D1. Still listen to their podcast. Still read all their articles. Everything. Still subscribe. All of that. But yeah.
1: no. Sorry. All right. Not, we, got, we got that off. We got that off. We could have never done that with with a, a player guest or coach guest on the show.
0: Uh, yeah. Im- imagine us sitting there with with Jake. So, Jake, uh, we think D1 baseball is on crack because they don't have you in the top 100. How do you feel about that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> those guys are those guys are so modest and then they they wouldn't know what to do. Now nah, we wouldn't do that.
0: I told y'all this is this is throwback night. This is we used to we did two solid seasons of this. Win lose or draw. We were reacting to baseball Sunday night. I mean, this is you know. The, the, oh. this was, this, some, uh, this was what we did.
2: Some other News for you is uh, Diamond Niners uh, headquarters has been sp- looking at the Johnny Walker sponsorship, and it's the third question on their website about whether you want to sponsor an event or charity. So um, <laughs> there is a form for us to fill out, but it doesn't look good reading through what they're what they're asking or what they're saying. What What do they want? Well, they just said we get a lot of submissions, and so. You know, you better be really well, good if you're gonna get if you're gonna get our attention. Basically,
1: we well we'd have to we, we'd have to cut a lot of red tape uh, on campus to do that. Anyway, we get
0: we I mean, come on we we get a lot of attention. Kevin's parents love this show.
2: Well, <laughs> we can keep talking with corporate and see if like if they want to pursue a you know they're just. They at least looked into it already.
0: We'll have we'll have Thank our you, people we'll have our people get with their people.
1: We'll work something out. Um, let's move on to Tuesday yeah. night. It was a huge, yeah. Huge let's day
0: talk, I Haze. definitely want to talk about Tuesday night. Let's do it. Let's do that.
1: So Tuesday night we had College of Charleston coming in to the Haze, um, fresh off of a sweep of Northeastern, who is the CAA favorite. Um, they had swept NC State earlier this season.
0: I was going to say Northeast seems like Northeastern swept somebody. I can't remember who, but you're saying it was NC State. You're confirming that it was NC State.
1: They did. They swept NC State. They swept NC State. And, and College of Charleston swept Northeastern. Wow. And College of Charleston earlier beat Texas in a midweek, two weeks earlier, prior to playing the Niners. And you're talking about the long Niners. Numbers. Texas They were ranked number one in the country and uh, wow. went to Charleston, wow. And Boston. Wow. But uh, yeah, they came into the haze. Uh, Hale Sims on the mound, and our offense shined. Hale Sims shined, pitched five no hit innings. Pitched into the sixth with no hits allowed. Ended up with pitching a one hitter, one hit over. Let's, let me get his let me get his stat line right. Six point two innings, one hit allowed, seven strikeouts. Zero runs, zero earned runs, uh, 96 pitches and only three walks. so he allowed three base uh, four base runners in six point two innings. Great start from Hale. It was uh, definitely his his best start as a niner for sure.
0: He's got some good ones that that start at um, at uh, uh, atrium health against app. Uh, the midweek last last year uh, comes to mind. But, um, yeah, unbelievable. All I can say to that is all hail. I mean, yeah, that's right, feed. I see you in the chat. Give them hail. I mean, that's – I don't know what to say. I mean, we were sitting there. We're talking about the game. We're tweeting the game, and we're we're you know everybody's stepping all around what's happening, you know hail shuts them down again, nothing for the visitors again <laughs> yeah.
1: three up three up, three down again again, yeah.
0: and you could yeah, just he, see hail getting more fired up as it happened,
1: yeah. He had his command. He had his command. Um, uh, he really had command of the ball uh, of his own this on Tuesday night, and it was great to see. It was great to see uh, seven Ks. Kevin, I
0: don't think they hit a ball out of the infield for about four innings. I mean, I, they were. He wasn't giving them anything when they were when they were making contact. They were they were popping up in the infield. They were grounding out to first base. I mean, they were they were getting nothing.
1: Right. It was yeah. Yeah. they were off balance for sure. Um he he was he was on top of his game uh Tuesday night. And it was, like I said, great to see. Great to see Hale. And then he comes out, standing ovation. Uh, Michael Lowe comes in, gets out of that inning. Uh, I think Haley walked to that inning and uh Michael Lowe gets out of it and then pitches another inning of one hit ball. Tony Rossi finishes it out with a with a, a clean well. Yeah. Three up, three down pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Closes that game out and week two hit him. First first shutout of the season for our pitching staff and yeah, it was great to see. Great to see. Hopefully that momentum can carry over on into the weekend. But uh, and then at the plate, um, Jack Dragom had a heck of a night. Uh, had three hits, drove in four runs. Uh, Cam Fisher had a double. And then uh, that, that guy, Hobson, again, he had two hits, drove in two. Wow. So, yeah, Niners get the shutout. nine zero. 9-0. I'm zero.
0: Jack made it saucy.
1: (laughs) He did. He did. He's, he's, and he picked up a stolen base too. So, I mean, he's, he's all over the board. Uh, On Tuesday. Tuesday
0: night was a fun game. I mean, they, they were, Charleston was, was never in it. Hale just, just dominated them and and you know our offense is going to find ways to, to to put runs on the board
1: just yeah know. and they were they were um they threw a lot of guys too they were they were managing their pitching staff managing their bullpen and they were though a guy in here and inning there uh they ended up using seven pitchers in the game um so and and when you're doing that against a lineup like we have it's you're going to give up some runs so um Took advantage of that, and our, our pitchers did great. Nine uh, zero shutout, first shutout since we shut out Tennessee Volunteers last season at the Hayes.
0: That worked out pretty well.
1: Yeah, yeah. Tennessee did some did some damage this weekend as well.
0: You know, I think the Charleston. Uh, the, 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 obviously, the focus is on the, the the weekend series, but I feel like that Charleston win. And that Campbell win, frankly, uh, are, are good ones to have. They're, they're, those are going to look good come resume time. Um, yeah, still too early to worry about that, but I think those are those yeah, are good. Well, I mean that can camp, that Campbell team that Campbell team that we beat last week went up to Old Dominion on Tuesday night and and
1: beat them up there. Yeah, sure did. And you say it's too early to worry about that stuff, but Baseball America, again. Stuff that only fans like to talk about yeah uh baseball america had their pro- their tournament projections this week and uh college of charleston was in there picked to win their conference and uh campbell was in there picked to win theirs um uh, we were in there as a two steed um picked to win our conference along with um bottec and southern miss conference sure say, but yeah you got a love march um march baseball tournament projections
0: yeah. I think mean, hey, I think two seed for, for us right now, I think a two is fair, but whatever. I mean we've got yeah, we've got what eight weeks left in the conference season.
2: Yeah. That Gamble yeah. team I mean, also uh beat number eight NC State. Yeah, Gamble did, yeah. They took out uh Wilmington and split games with Liberty, number fourteen Liberty.
1: Good ball yeah, clubs. Yeah. Yep, and another another game that's going to pay off in the, in the in the end is that, that UConn win. Yeah. UConn win, and um, South Florida's playing well right now, too, so um, we've got a lot of good wins on our belt. Yeah. Unfortunately, Louisville's playing great ball right now, too. Uh, they've jumped up in the rankings. I wish we had that game back again. I know, I know our one, staff yeah. – wants that back but uh, we, we had that game um, I wish we had that one back that would have been another another notch in the belt for the for the resume but absolutely good to have good to have on the good to have them on the schedule um speaking of let's move forward to
0: yeah let's talk about this week
1: because because we we
0: we're gonna we have no excuse we have no one to blame for being over tonight and we can't even say it. talk it's talking for an hour. We, we can't even blame it on Toby or anything. It's like, we got nothing. It's just, I I guess it's me. Just blame me. Whatever. Well, we had a lot
1: to talk about. We had a lot to talk about.
0: Well, I'm having a great time. I mean, or, I hope you guys are. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I am. Um,
1: um let's talk let's about, talk about uh, let's
0: talk about the weekend. We yeah, got, we got three game series starting tomorrow. Uh, the guys are, are probably getting off the field right about now um, in, in San Antonio. Um, Friday, tomorrow night, 7 o'clock, Saturday at 3, Sunday at 1. All of that is on Conference USA TV. Um, I don't remember uh, how good a job <laughs> San Antonio does. I know we've watched Conference USA TV and we've watched baseball from San Antonio before. I don't remember how good a job they do, Kevin. Do you Do you remember? I don't.
1: Um. I do remember. It wasn't wasn't fantastic, but a lot of folks are stepping up um, this year as far as broadcasting. Um, I know we've added a camera or two. Mm-hmm. We had a our, center field camera on Tuesday yeah, night. The broadcast looked really good. I, I pulled it up on my phone during the game. It looked great on the ESPN broadcast we had on Tuesday. But um, so UTSA is going with us to the AAC. Um, they have a little bit higher standards as far as uh, the video and video production stuff. So hopefully they're, they're working their way in like we are. We're trying to work our way towards that level of uh, video production. I think we've been, we've done a great job this year. Um, Hopefully UTSA will, will will be on that level. Um, We'll we'll be watching. Um, So
0: we've got, uh, we got UTSA at, at 15 and 2 and four in the league. Uh, Last weekend, they lost two or three at FAU. Um, had an interesting week this week, though uh, they beat Incarnate Word uh, on Tuesday night. But then Wednesday night, they went to TCU. They went to Fort Worth and and beat the number eleven Horn Frogs uh, in their own stadium. Uh, two midweeks coming into this series—that's interesting. So they were they were clearly trying to manage arms, um, but they got the W in Fort Worth. So that's you know that's a nice setup uh, coming into this weekend for us, having them
1: just have beaten TCU. Yeah, good win for the conference. I uh, wouldn't look. They they threw five pitchers on, on Tuesday and six on last night, six last night. So they used 11 pitchers. They tried to minimize the work. So they probably have everybody available, I would assume, this weekend. Um, but yeah, that was a good win for the conference. Uh, they have, they have, um, they played two conference series like we have. They beat La Tech in the Friday night game. Um, they beat like La Tech in the Friday night game when La Tech's a really good team. And then uh, their other win was a Sunday at at FAU, at FAU. So, um, and I think the two games they lost to La Tech were one game, one run games. So uh, they're going to be a tough team for sure. Uh, I know there's Friday night starter, a righty um, Luke Malone. He's a uh, He's got the lowest ERA in the conference at uh, 1.17, so he ranks 16th nationally in in ERA. Uh, So they're Friday guys. So we need to wreck that. Yeah, we need to put some runs on that guy. Um, So yeah, he's at 1.17 ERA. Looks pretty good. Um, And then Saturday they go with another righty. Um, We're Garago Garago. His ERA uh, is about seven, seven points higher. I think it's pronounced Geestring. string." Oh uh, yeah. See, we I, we shouldn't make fun of anybody for mispronouncing <laughs> it, mispronouncing any on this show because well, I'm a, we'll call him Q. He's a sophomore righty. His ERA is about seven points higher than his teammate Luke Malone. Um, he's at eight eight twenty seven, and then their Sunday normal Sunday starter is a freshman Brandon Davis is is ERA is four nine one. He's, he's start, started five games this far, so um, we'll see. Uh, definitely have a good Friday guy. Uh, kind of tails off from there, but you got to jump on him early, right? So
0: I was laughing about while you were breaking that down, which you're doing a great job, by the way. Uh, question in the chat wants to know, uh, someone asked if, uh, if anyone has the number to UTSA's press box.
1: <laughs> oh man. You know, are you, you going to be prank call is, is feet going to be prank calling uh, the new UTSA press box this weekend?
0: Asking for Seymour butts. <laughs> 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 I, you know, I, I got to tell you. I, I was I was <laughs> laughing so hard because I'm like what are the chances that that one you could find? Well, they had a phone in the press box, which I heard it ringing all weekend. After that, one that they have a phone, two that you could find the number on Google, three that they would answer it.
1: <laughs> well, I think I think I'm going to Google tonight see what. Well, usually in the media guide, in the media guide they have—I think—they have our press box uh, phone number, in our media guide, <laughs> our game notes and all that. So, um, maybe we'll call our own uh, press box to see what's going on during the games someday. Like
0: you know, I know. Uh, I mean, I get it. Like back in the day, you know, you used to call the press box to check the score like other, you know, that, that's the way you got that information. I mean, think about, I want well, to think about, uh, you know, bull Durham when the, when the lady's on the phone with the press box and wherever they're on the road and the, and the guy's sitting there with, with the piece of wood that he hits, you know, and calling the game, <laughs> that's a it's single right game. back up the middle. And he's just sitting there. I mean, I get that they, the press boxes had phones, but I'm just surprised they still
1: have them, I guess. I don't know. I'm uh, glad they do. I'm glad they did. I'm glad they got the Spencer Geesting's uh, name pronounced right. <laughs> and if and they better act right tomorrow,
0: because if if not, they better disconnect the phone. <laughs> so
1: we're gonna have we're gonna have our nation's gonna be calling the press box. I love TSA. Uh, I, I love
2: it. I think I got it right here. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, We'll tweet out the phone number to the press box oh, for no,
2: everybody. Nope, sorry. Wrong, not yet.
0: Okay. Well, if we find that, we'll tweet it out. <laughs> so so that everybody will be ready. All right, folks. I guess I, I don't know. Where do we go from there, Kevin? I guess that's
1: it. Hey, let's let's uh let's let's wrap it up with a little conference. USA. Um there you go. That's a third, third in conference right now, four and two. Uh, their only team in the conference of 4-2. Southern Miss and La Tech are 5-1 above us uh, in the west side. Those two teams are going at each other this weekend. That's probably one of the matchups we're going to be watching. Uh, La Tech's 18-7. Southern Miss, 17-7. They, they don't like each other too much. But that, game, that series is at Southern Miss. Um, the other series is in the conference this weekend. Old Dominion's at FIU. Uh, I'm picking uh, Old D.U. Probably take that series. Western Kentucky's at Middle Tennessee. Um, 100 miles of hate. Yeah. I, I'll have to go with a home team on that on Middle Tennessee. Uh, Marshall's at UAB. UAB's been playing well this year. I'll, I'll go with them on that series. Yeah. Charlotte at UTSA. I'm going to Niners, obviously. You betcha. And then FAU travels to Rice, which um, I don't know. I don't know how good... FAU is this year, but Rice has really been struggling. So, uh, I'll I'll go with the the I'll go with the Owls on that series. Yeah, I think it's a good pick. I
0: think it's I think that's good.
1: I think it's Owls. Yes. Yeah. Let's see, real quick, the RPI we got five teams in the top 100 RPI in Conference USA. So, um, things are starting to pick up and. The Niners are at what eighty five? We jumped like seventy spots this weekend.
0: Yeah, uh, RPI is weird. Uh, we went from we went from one hundred and fifty something to eighty something. Um, it, it, I mean, the wins, but they were road wins at that, and that's why it's still. That's why I mean RPI, like you say, for fans, it's it's fun, but it's still early um, because under under normal circumstance, when you get when you get later in the year. Um a month from now, you will not be able to move your RPI 70 spots in a weekend. Um that that, that just you you'll kind of have a better sense of where you are. But I mean it's good for us. I mean, I'll take it, but
1: there's still we'll a lot of 70 movement. this weekend.
0: Yeah, let's move up another 70. Be like 18. That'd work. <laughs> I'd love that. And I mean hey, I mean San Antonio is a, is a top 100 team. They've got an 88 right now. So, um you know, we 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 we've got an opportunity in front of us to get some quality wins on the road and that can only help. All right. I guess I guess it's time to shut this thing down, guys.
2: Yeah,
0: I, yeah. Corporate we've hasn't called. Fun. Corporate has not called us to say we're canceled even though we we got taken we got taken off the leash this week and and we went back. This was hope you enjoyed this this old school version of diamond niners weekly this is this was throwback night we went old school all right folks we're all out of time for this week look for this podcast wherever you find your podcast make sure to subscribe in order to be notified of new content you can also find us on social media twitter facebook instagram still no tiktok not happening Reach out anytime you'd like. We love hearing from you all. If you're old-fashioned like us, say hello at the ballpark. Big thanks to everybody for tuning in and putting up with us for a little bit tonight. For Kevin, producer Brad, this has been Nick. And we'll see you at the Hayes.
1: Go Niners. Go Niners.